our places, our people. These are our stories. Well, once again, welcome to our podcast series here on the Listener App, and uh, we are focusing on our stories. These are the stories behind the businesses that you probably know, that you probably frequent, but you may not know the story of how they got there. And uh, our next business at dusk for the Toowoomba Chamber of Commerce is uh, coming up this month in September, if you're listening to us now, and uh, it's going to be hosted by Four Brothers Brewing. And I've got to say, I'm absolutely thrilled to be sitting right in amongst it. Uh, I'm looking at the uh, in incredible brewing setup uh, that is uh, here right in the CBD of Toowoomba. And Adrian from Four Brothers uh, joins me. G'day, mate. Thanks, Lee. How are you? I'm great. Uh, the, I mean, this is such a, a wonderful setup. I've, I've sat in here when there's been uh, a few other people and uh, enjoyed a brew. Uh, I've never been in here when it's quiet and uh, and you've just got the reflection of these magnificent brewing units. What, what are we actually looking at? Uh, punters at home can't see it, but what are what am I looking at? Um, so just just over there is uh, our brew house. So uh, and the the venue name is the brew house. So uh, yeah, we've got all of our uh, equipment uh, that we use to produce our beer on display here, right next to uh, our customers. And we'll get to that in a moment because I want to talk about you know that that process. But let, let's go right back before. We, I mean, this is now your second venue. Let's go back before the first venue. Where does this idea first come from that you think maybe one day I could end up brewing beer at a level that is not just in the backyard for my own personal use? Um, yeah, well, I guess growing up, uh, my, my dad always used to home brew uh, at home a bit. And then uh, when I first left school and got into working, uh, my, all my first jobs were kind of in country pubs behind the bar. So I got kind of the, uh, the hospitality uh, bar work from uh, from across Queensland, um, but then yeah, it wasn't until probably uh, a bit later in life, where about 2014, 2015, where I uh, saw that I thought this uh, uh, small boutique brewery industry uh, was going to be quite a high growth industry, mm. uh, which has proved the case. Essentially, <laughs> yes. um, when when I was first planning to open a brewery, I think I saw uh, a new brewery open every month in Queensland. Going back uh, to the, the 80s and 90s, there would have only been yeah. a handful of brewers in the country after they were all consolidated. Yep. Um, so it was kind of uh, good to see small local breweries uh, becoming part of a, a vibrant part of the local communities again. So you were brewing like your dad at, at home? Or were, you, were you sort of taking some lessons off him and, and learning from the mistakes that he'd made? Uh, I'm assuming, you know, over his day he would have had a few exploding bottles under the house and those sorts of things, as I remember with my old man. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I home brewed a, a little bit, not, uh, not as extensive as... Uh, as what most people planning to open a brewery would have been, <laughs> I, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I think um, I was living in North Queensland and uh, driving coal trains up there and uh, just uh, with the shift work and working weekends and holidays uh, in in a away from home in a mining camp. I didn't really want to be doing that until I was 65 no, years old. Fair enough. So I, uh, yeah, essentially this was my uh, my plan to, to start something up and... Uh, at the time, I was actually tossing up because I grew up down uh, down here in the Lockyer Valley. Um, so from there, we either had Ipswich to the to the east or Toowoomba to the west as the two cities where we would go for uh, for shopping or entertainment mm. or anything like that. 
but I also spent yeah a few years living in North Queensland, so I was actually tossing up where would be the best place to open a brewery between Toowoomba or Airlie Beach. Wow. Uh, but I uh, decided on Toowoomba uh, because all my, all my family were down here and I thought Toowoomba had great growth potential as well. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, quite a, quite a large, uh, fast-growing city. Yeah. Uh, and when I f- started planning, uh, it was about 2015 and a, a small brewery, uh, Four Hearts, had just opened down in Ipswich. Yep. And I thought, well, it's about time Toowoomba had one as well. That's brilliant. So then, of course, the challenge then is to find a venue that can do what you need to do. And I'd imagine then equipping it as well. I mean, I I assume, you know, with your experience through working in the pubs and so forth, you've got a bit of an idea of what's to come. But I can only imagine when you actually then sat down to look at it, you go, wow, there's a fair bit to this, yeah? Yeah, so a brewery dips uh, dips their toes into uh, kind of three separate industries. Uh, you've got the manufacturing where you where you make your beer. Then you've got the hospitality side of things. If you're going to have a small tap room or uh, our new venue here, obviously, is a full restaurant and bar, mm. um, and also a little bit of tourism as well. So it, yeah, it is quite uh, quite a bit of a mission to find the right uh, the right uh, venue and the right location to be able to do all of those uh, all of those separate things. So when you first start, you, your first venue, uh, where was that? Brook Street. In Brook Street, yep. that's right. Over in North Toowoomba yep. in a very, very small part of the old butter factory That's over there. right. Then setting that up, how long before you perfected your first brew? Were you, did, you, did you go straight into, say, right, we're going to do, we want to launch two or three, or did you just think, let's just get one right first? How does that process happen? Um, so yeah, we uh, started over there in a very, very small, very industrial uh, mm. kind of location, and I think yeah, we had four taps of beer when uh, when we first opened over there. Yep. And uh, yeah, in my mind, we would have four taps and uh, rotate them every couple months or something like that. But uh, we quickly came to learn that uh, that kind of wasn't uh, what the market wanted anymore. It was more they wanted new, different beers uh, a lot more often than that. Yeah, yep. yeah. Absolutely, which is what this market, this, these niche brewing can provide because obviously uh, your big commercials, they just do their thing and they just pump it out, but you guys can sort of provide this something very, very different. Toowoomba Lager, was that one of the first ones? Uh, no, no, it wasn't. We, uh, we started off with a, uh, a pale ale, a smoked beer, a, a coffee porter Ooh, and a mango IPA, which yes. uh, which we haven't brewed in quite a while actually. Uh, but Toowoomba Lager we first brewed for our first birthday, which would have been um, back in April 2018. Right. Uh, now, that, now that I remember it, yeah. So we yep. opened t- 2017 um, and then I think uh, late 2018 was the first time we had it in cans as well. It was the first beer wow. we, we canned and it's our biggest seller by far. Yep. Um Obviously, uh, calling it Toowoomba Lager and having the the city's name behind it is yep. a great selling point. When you look at uh, opening a small brewery, uh, you still have to realise that ninety uh, percent of the beer sold in Australia is still a, a light pale lager, whether yep. it's brewed by Lion with your Forex and uh, uh, or Carlton with your uh, Great Northerns and and. Uh, it's um, it's our way of having a, a, a similar style beer, but have it uh, uh, as a local option, brewed by a small local family-owned company. Uh, okay, so then you're, you're in the uh, in the in the original premises there in Brook Street, and uh, a couple of years go by, and then you start to realise that you're outgrowing the premises, or did you just make a conscious decision? 
we, we're either going to have to just remain at this level or we're going to have to do something and expand and so that we can grow it and, and, and have a, a bigger organisation around us? Uh, yeah, a little bit of both. Uh, we Because we were kind of uh, out of town a little bit, uh, it was uh, kind of a destination that people had to come to. Uh, now that we have moved into the CBD, uh, it's a lot easier for people to get here. We've got a lot more foot traffic mm. coming past us on a daily basis. And we also wanted to um, start doing our own food. We didn't have any room over there to put a kitchen. Because you used to do a food truck or something every now and then. Yeah, we used yeah. to get food trucks in every yeah. month, which was great. But then yeah. um, <laughs> the, the, the food truck, um, I don't know, the local ones, they seem to... Um, to not stick around forever like we'd always be yeah. constantly trying to find some some new ones once uh once guys that we had used sold their trucks or moved on and yeah. went went to other things or opened their own venues some yeah. of them um so yeah we thought we really wanted to have a a bit of a nicer hospitality experience than than our small uh tap room that we had at the old place so uh we started looking probably within the first two years of being over there it took us about another two, two and a half years uh, to actually find the space here. And uh, Justin Eastwell, a real estate agent, probably got uh, sick of uh, showing me uh, <laughs> <laughs> venues in Toowoomba. I think he showed me every available uh, space. Um, and uh, where we are ended up locating, I uh, didn't even have on my radar. I didn't think we'd be able to afford it uh, right on Margaret Street in the, the in between all the, the busy pubs in town here. But um, fortunately, he uh, he showed us the space. He got us in contact with uh, with the landlord, and we came up with a plan on how uh, we were going to open our small uh, brewery right here in the CBD. Were there any challenges to then moving it into a place like this? Because uh, I would imagine, uh, you know, when you're talking about all the red tape that goes along that uh, business people listening to us would be very familiar with, uh, working with the council and uh, health and safety and all of those things. If you're in a more industrial sort of area, maybe a little bit easier once you're coming to a CBD like this. Are there bigger challenges? Uh, a little bit with the uh, the manufacturing side of it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in an industrial area, it's harder to have the hospitality side of it because yep. um, there's uh, you know various difficulties with uh, purpose-built industrial parks. Obviously, don't have um, certain things that would make a better hospitality venue. But uh, yeah, so the trade waste and uh, and our food um, food safety side of things uh, we had to sort out. But uh, one thing I will say about Toowoomba Council is um, they have a great uh, policy as far as footpath dining goes. Okay. So. Uh, it's a one one page uh, checklist, and if you tick yes to everything on that checklist, you can just have footpath dining. So that was one of the reasons why we moved here. We've got a big uh, big uh, area out the front mm-hmm. here that we can fit about forty people, and with our temperate climate in Toowoomba, we just uh, yeah love to see people sitting outside. People love sitting outside enjoying yeah, a beer. Absolutely, a hundred percent. So when are you open here? Uh, so we're open uh, Wednesday to Sunday, yep. uh, but uh, Wednesdays, Thursdays we open in the afternoon, which yep. gives us a little bit extra time if we're if we're cleaning or, or brewing or canning, which uh, which we were doing yesterday. Yes, um, and then yeah, open uh, open a bit longer Fridays, Saturdays for lunch and dinner, and then uh, on Sundays uh, for for lunchtime. Uh, so you've got a, a mid strength now, which is uh, which is great, uh, and the ginger beer too. Uh, was that a, was that a whole other challenge? I mean, do, can you? utilize the same techniques and the same uh, setup that you've got or did you have to reinvest to to do ginger beer because we know how popular that's become now 
Um, yeah, actually, I was a bit surprising. Uh, I didn't realise how popular it had become until oh, last last summer, and then we had some ginger beer on tap here, and uh, it just sold really, really well. Um, and this is the first year we've ever canned any, yep. uh, and uh, yeah, the Food and Wine Festival is taking quite a lot of it. But no, the, the process is essentially the same. We we make it. Um, yeah, it's just gluten free. That's one of the one of the differences between our other beers. Yep, it's it's a gluten free product. You, you went from four taps in the original venue. I, I mean, there's an array of taps down there. Now, how many taps you got now? Uh, I think there's 15. I don't, 15. Like 15 or 16. Wow. Yeah, one, one of those. What an incredible growth that is over just really a, sh- a few short years, uh, but a lot of hard work behind the scenes to, to get here. Uh, yeah, our, our long-term um, plan is we'd love to eventually have some of our own other hospitality venues. I think there's uh, some areas around... Toowoomba, some small towns that maybe don't have a great hospitality um, uh, venue servicing their town. So that's our long-term uh, plan. But uh, when when we have enough money to do that, I'm not so sure. You, just uh, as we're wrapping up, uh, we're talking with Adrian uh, from uh, Four Brothers Brewing and uh, in the uh, in the brew house in Margaret Street. And it is just magnificent. Come and support it. I uh, but just uh, you, the Four Brothers name. You're one of four brothers, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I've got three brothers. And, and so there's four now, of us. So there, there was there a story about a particular beer that was named after one of the brothers who wasn't as heavily involved as the others. Um, well, no, they uh, originally called it that thinking it would get them keen to, yeah, uh, yeah. to, to get involved and yes. stuff, but that, uh, none of them really got that involved. So I named uh, three three of our beers when we first started after them. So our, our pale ale was the lazy brother. The lazy brother, that's right. Our um, <laughs> coffee porter is the evil brother and yeah. uh, the smoked beer was the arrogant brother. So if, if anyone's got a few brothers, I'm sure they know uh, know one of those. <laughs> so that is fantastic. Uh, Adrian, thank you so much for hosting us here today and having a chat uh, about uh, the story behind the business. So now you know, and it's uh, it's a magnificent local story, uh, employing local people here. We encourage you to come and uh, spend some time, come bring your family and friends down, enjoy uh, the hospitality here at the brew house, and of course, uh, you know, get that beer, the Toowoomba Lager. I can absolutely uh, recommend 100 100%. I got uh, I got some of that for my birthday this year. I was very, very impressed with my wife. So uh, great stuff, mate. Congratulations on the success of the place. What's what's next now for you? I mean, is this are you going to sort of just settle here for a little bit or are you thinking, you know what, we're looking down the track for something? Um, yeah, I'm always trying to look for, for something else. As I said, I'd love to have some uh, some more of our own hospitality venues, yep. but uh, that that's probably more of a long longer-term projection. Great. In the near term would be more um, us uh, approaching some some uh, venues in town and uh, trying to get our beers into some some onto some more taps and potentially some more bottle shops. Well, they could do a lot worse, I can assure you. Having the uh, Four Brothers Brewing uh, right here in the middle of the town, we are very, very spoiled. Adrian, thank you so much, mate, for your time. And uh, thank you for listening to our podcast series right here on the Listener app, Our Stories, and, of course, uh, plenty more on the Listener app as well for around our local regional under Downs and Surrounds.